Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, it's most things Kenobi, where we always have the high ground. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And I have nothing nice to say today. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Happy Life Day! Yay! Oh, God. If you haven't seen the title of the episode yet, this is all about the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special. And it is special. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Fisher said it best. She used to turn it on during holiday parties to make people go home. I would have left immediately if she turned it on. I can't believe I sat through this thing. I want my hour and a half of my life back, please. My God. There's some, there's some moments that I was like, oh, okay. Also, just really quickly before we get into this too much, just apologize again. My audio is probably going to be pretty lousy. I'm traveling. I'm in a weird vaulted room. (laughs) My voice is just echoing off everything and there's other people in the house. So I apologize for weird sounds in this audio. (laughs) I want to preface everything by saying we know there are people out there who enjoy this. Yeah. I don't know how you enjoy it. I really don't, but I appreciate that you do. I did some research. I did too. (laughs) I went to Reddit. Oh, really? Yes. And people enjoy this movie because most of the positive reviews and the positive comments, at least on Reddit, that I saw were they were a kid when it was on TV, like when it played, and they loved it. And now it's kind of like nostalgic for them they understand how ridiculous and silly and over the top a lot of it is but they like it because it reminds them of their childhood so i'm never gonna knock that because i have plenty of that you know yeah but we're not watching it while we're kids we're watching it as adults you and (laughs) i so god (laughs) i've only ever seen clips up until we we forced ourselves to watch the entire thing Yes, same. And I actually did watch the animated short that's in the middle separately. I, I've, okay. I think it's posted by itself. It was, at least on Disney+. Plus. So I did watch that years ago without realizing it was part of the holiday special. So that's... Sure. I've seen that. I've seen pictures, for sure. Oh, it's, yeah. The memes. <laughs> alone. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Like, there's just so much I don't understand. <laughs> First of all, spoiler alert for anyone who's not seen it. Okay? There. Yeah, out of the done. way. Okay. I why have... why is B. Arthur in it? <laughs> oh, that's the only part I liked. Oh my god. 
That was the only part I was like, okay, I can sit through an entire three minutes of B. Arthur singing because it's B. Fucking Arthur. It was so long, though. It went on way too long. Oh my god. It. it, A lot of this went on too long. But yeah, I want to ask you: Did you know Chewie had a wife and child? Only because I knew the general premise of this holiday special. I thought that was his little brother this whole time. Oh, really? Like my entire <laughs> life when I've made fun of that little baby Chewy, <laughs> I thought it was like li- like kid brother. Oh, man. Yeah. So when they said like, it's Chewy's son, we're going to get you home to your wife and son. I was like, pardon me? <laughs> that makes him and Han's adventures so much more absurd because he spends all of his time with Han and none of his time with this supposed wife and child. I know. I just kept thinking, like, he comes home one day a year. What an asshole. <laughs> what? Come on, Chewy. Anyway, I, I was under false pretenses, thinking this whole time that that little weirdo, <laughs> that little weird <laughs> dude was his kid brother. Oh, man, there's just so much weirdness about it. Because, like, the little boy is played by Patty Maloney. So the boy is played by a girl. Uh-huh. And Mala, the wife, is played by right. Mickey Morton, who's a man from Chicago. Right. Sure. <laughs> so, and I I was like, the minute I saw Mala start walking, I was like, that's that's got to be a guy. Like, the, right? I don't know. I Maybe that sounds sexist of me, but like the body language to me was very similar to Chewie's. I was like, did Peter Mayhew play both, both yes. parts? But no, yes. he didn't. Well, I have to say they have a lovely, an absolutely lovely mid-century modern house on Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk? Kashyyyk? I don't think it is Kashyyyk. Is what it is somewhere it? else? It's some other planet because... Is it I don't really? Know. I think but I so. thought they all lived in trees on that planet. On they that do, planet, but it was it was before I think George Lucas had to come up with that, and George Lucas didn't write this, so I don't think Kashyyyk was even mentioned. It was some other planet that they put a blockade on, and that's why they were all worried that Han and Chewie wouldn't get through. But that oh, doesn't make God. any sense at all. None of this makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a lovely, lovely home, you know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> the furniture was... was very 1970s, except for that weird porno chair that the grandfather. We're, we're gonna t- we need to fucking okay. Was that the grandfather or father with the underbite? Oh, it's the it's Chewie's father. Yeah. Okay. Itchy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What? What the fuck? in? What the fuck was that head thing with the woman? What does she say? She says, I I wrote it down. (laughs) It says, I am your experience. So experience me. I'm sorry. What? What? I know. She looked fabulous. The actress playing whatever this experience was looked fabulous. In fact, she reminded me very much of Gaia, who was the female singer and star of the show, if you ask me, of the Galactic Star Cruiser experience. She sang oh, during dinner. She was a tw- she was a Twi'lek. In fact, my best friend Derek, his husband Corey, is like besties with Gaia now in real life, which is 
hilarious. They see each other oh. at the parks. She Are came running serious? over to him. It was this whole thing. Anyway, this woman reminded me of Gaia in the way of her showmanship with the, with the mm-hmm. dress and the hair and the voice and all that. But the porno feel of it was very seedy. <laughs> Right? And he kept, like, hitting the rewind button over and over and getting all, like, stimulated. I was horrified. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It really looked like the thing that people who get, like, perms or their hair done sit under the hairdressing chair (laughs) from, like, the 90s. You know that? Yeah. The whole thing was fucking weird. It was it was bizarre and it was creepy that that was in there for something that was really geared towards kids, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. She was absolutely stunning. I think, is it Diane Carroll or Deanne Carroll? Not sure, but I, I thought she looked fabulous. The, actually. Gorgeous and a beautiful voice. Truly. Absolutely but, beautiful voice, yes. What the hell? It was so weird. And the whole thing with, like, Chewie's wife, I guess. What was her name? Marla? Mala. Mala. Whatever. Um, she watched like the galactic <laughs> version of Julia Child. Yes. What was your thought on that? <laughs> I couldn't fast forward through that shit fast enough. <laughs> but she did a whole stir, 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 whip, stir, whip, whip, stir. I wrote it down. <laughs> stir, stir, stir. Come on now, stir, 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 whip, stir, whip. Again, though, it like it went on for so long, way too long. It goes on so long, it loses the joke. It just becomes like painful after a while. Yeah, I liked her wig. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a man or a woman? I thought it was a man. Okay, that's what I thought. Not that any of it matters, but it left me wondering, like, what am I actually? What What am I looking at? Like, (laughs) so he was. um, I think that was the one who was Harvey Corman. Okay. That actor played like multiple people because he's from the Carol Burnett show. Oh, well that, okay. That kind of ties in because that was the, that was from the time. Yeah. Harvey Corman was, had been on the Carol Burnett, Burnett show and he did multiple characters. So he was that one. He was the, I, I didn't even watch it. I really had to fast forward the part where Lumpy was putting together the, I don't even know what that was. The switchboard. Yeah. I was watching some how-to video, which it was like. That was really bad. (laughs) This whole thing. I know they wanted it to have a variety show feel. Yeah, but it was bad. (laughs) It was, it was just like, like when someone forces you to watch a YouTube video, you don't want to watch. And we had to watch the whole YouTube video on how to put together this thing. It was fucking awful. Like, yeah, it's unwatchable. <laughs> the point in the like odds and ends shop, the guy that's in there, <laughs> yeah. the shop owner. Uh huh. And like the empire walks in and that whole thing. I was like, where is this even going? Because like it went on too long. He's mm-hmm. trying to sell stuff. The empire's being a stick up the ass as they usually are. I mean, they kept <laughs> they kept that good. <laughs> but yeah. like at one point the empire declares martial law <laughs> yes that's over the top even for the fucking empire <laughs> yeah and then b arthur sang a song about it so i know <laughs> god god bless b arthur you know what's really weird about that that shop owner it's art carney and he was in the honeymooners like the cast is just the most bizarre 
combination of people ever. B. Arthur, Harvey Corman, Art Carney. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I felt like I would dropped acid and fell off the planet <laughs> while watching Maybe this. that's the maybe that was the point and we missed it because we weren't born yet. <laughs> I've honestly seen Grateful Dead concerts that made more sense than this stupid show. But it was sorry. I, you know what was so <laughs> awkward for me? So so like they they go to the main characters. The main characters make cameos in the own their own fucking story. And like we all know how terrible Mark Hamill looks in this, right? Oh yeah. With the eyeliner, the hair. He had to though. He was still in reconstructive surgery at the time. <laughs> I know. But him okay, Luke Skywalker saying, So, what's up? Really <laughs> weird. It weirded me out. I don't want my hero from the galaxy saying, What's up? Oh man. <laughs> it was too pedestrian for me. I couldn't take what's up? <laughs> Hey, Vader, what's up? <laughs> he basically told her to smile more, too. Did you catch that? Like, I can't. This is awful. The whole thing. Luke, no. Painful. R2 was fine. R2 was still doing R2 things, and that's great. Yeah. Oh, man. Harrison Ford looked like he was in physical pain the entire he time. He did look good, though. I mean, he's Harrison he does, Ford yeah. is at the top of his looks at this point in the game, and he looked really good. Yeah. And actually, I really enjoyed him and Chewie because, like, Han and Chewie are just adorable together, and they hug, and he's like, happy life day, pal. Yeah, their hug was pretty adorable. <laughs> that was cute. I, I really, I melted a little bit at that. Yeah, it was very sincere, and I'm sure it's because they were clinging to their own personal friendship to get through this nightmare that they were, this living nightmare that they were trapped in. Leia looked fabulous. She did. Carrie Fisher looked absolutely stunning in this. Did you notice her one bun is larger than the other? It was lopsided. It was great. <laughs> no, I did. I did. Yeah, notice. one one was lo- one was a little bit bigger than the other. I'm sure she said, "Leave it, <laughs> fucking leave it." Okay, one other thing. What the fuck was Jefferson Starship doing? (laughs) I would say all of the, quote, interludes with the dancers, and I fast-forwarded through all of it. I I did, too. It's too much. It was so fucking weird. I guess it was kind of like Cirque du Soleil, maybe? Barely. Barely. The minute there was a man with tail feathers dancing in ah! high heeled boots, I was just like, I, I am too tired to watch this right now. I watched it really late at night, and I was like, I don't have the patience right now. I had to fast forward through basically all of it. I I would stop to check in to see where the story was. The the amount of Wookie screaming at each other is. To the point where I'm just like, I don't want to watch this. This isn't helping yeah. me. This isn't helping the story. I don't know what they're saying. It's not enough inflection for me to know what they're saying. Like at one point, doesn't Mala like tune in and does she talk to either the shop owner or it's Leia or somebody and they say hello and she's like, oh, and it's like, I knew that was a hello. <laughs> But I could discern nothing else. <laughs> it was God. terrible. So much of it. Yeah. There was no story. There's no, no fucking story. And I heard, I was watching some uh, research videos on YouTube afterwards, just kind of like 
orient myself with this and like figure out what the hell was going on why did they even bother and one of the writers i don't know which one i think it was rod warren i think he was the main writer he was saying that now you can't play with star wars you know now you have to follow all the rules and there's really specific rules and you don't have the freedom to play around like you used to when he wrote the script i'm like man this isn't playing around like this is just straight up bad like bad is bad whether or not you feel like you're being constricted or not, like this is just straight terrible. It it has no fucking plot. All Mm-mm. the interludes are bizarre beyond description. <laughs> like, and not even in a way that you can laugh, you know, because there's plenty of stuff from the 70s that's fucking weird. Like Labyrinth is another great example. Right? It's fucking weird, but you can forgive it because there's yep. something more to it. Plus David totally. Bowie. Yeah, well... <laughs> bizarre in and of itself but we tolerate it because yes exactly but this it was like i never want to see this again (laughs) it wasn't even funny it was just straight painful honestly i will tell you what i tried to get from it through the life day stuff i kind of like that there's a tree of life they honor it they honor family like that's all good like, that, yeah. that I can get down with, right? And in fact, yeah. did you happen to look up anything about Life Day? No, I didn't. So I should have. in order to get something from this, I looked up information on Life Day. Mm-hmm. And I have some stuff from Wikipedia, in case no one else is aware. This is what it says. I'm going to have to read it because it's a lot. Because the wills are involved. Who oh, knew? Really? Yeah. Interesting. So long after the Galactic Civil War and the Rebellion won over the Empire, a Will was tasked by his fellow Wills with recording galactic history for the journal, the Journal of the Wills. Mm -hmm. This one Will grew dissatisfied with how it was being written and stated that they would instead write in a personal journal about how Chewie and his family celebrated Life Day. Okay. Hmm. The dissatisfied Will thus compiled some notes on the matter, and when the Will writing the journal began recording the events following the Battle of Yavin, he offered to share the notes on how the rebel heroes helped Chewbacca return to Kashyyyk to see his son Lumpy for Life Day. So it was later dubbed Kashyyyk, even though it wasn't at the time of recording. Oh, okay. So, during the First Order Resistance War, Chewie took Rey back to Kashyyyk to celebrate Life Day with his son. Chewie also celebrated the holiday while on the planet of Batu. Okay. So that was is that in like a comic book or something? I uh, it just in I don't know. Hmm. Just Wikipedia. Just that a will was tasked with writing stuff on the galactic war and he's like fuck it I'm going to write about Chewie and and his family. And this was like part of what he wrote about. What the fuck? <laughs> Leia's words really resonated with me. I also wrote them down because it was probably the only good thing in all of this. So after at the end, when they're all with Chewie, they all show up and they all hug. And she says to like the people, the the Wookiees, no matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. Great. But you you took 3000 miles to get there and and none of it was good. I know it like the best part like you said was once they started celebrating that was more interesting and because there was like a the orb they go to the tree together it's kind of very nice it's a nice tribal thing that I could see a race doing in the in the galaxy 
Yeah, I really enjoyed. Well, I guess I really enjoyed it because everything was so bad before yeah. it. That, that part seemed even better, and I loved as weird as it was, like listening to Carrie Fisher sing. And the message was really nice, but it was the only thing of substance in the whole hour and yeah. 40 minutes or whatever it was. So Yeah, if they cut down all of the nonsense, it probably would have been a 25-minute movie. Yeah. And I'd have been all right with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and then the fucking first, the first order. Help, help me. And then the Empire shows up at the house and, like, raids the house. And they tear apart the Bantha toy. And I was so mad. Oh, I fast forwarded through that. I wondered why the Bantha's head was not attached. (laughs) They tore apart the fucking Bantha toy. I was so mad. They took the head right off of it. Oh, that's sad. It's really sad. I know. And Lumpy like put it in his bed and covered it with cover, like the little blanket. Yeah, I I saw that. And he like kissed it, put the blanket on. Yeah. Also, just like there's so many, there's so many elements of like the time, right in there. One of the cringy moments, one of the many, was when Art Carney's character, who I can't remember, the shopkeeper guy. Yeah, shopkeeper. He brings, he brings gifts, you know, to everybody. One of them is porn for the yep. <laughs> grandfather. Well, you got to give the old man something. There's <laughs> a box of trash for the kid. Uh, yep. the porn for the grandpa, and then the mom gets Jefferson Starship in yep. a box. Yes. But he won't give it to her until she gives him a kiss. I was like, ew. Fucking weird. <laughs> Fucking weird, dude. <sighs> it's weird. You know what I noticed? Hmm. They have all this high-tech shit. We're in a galaxy far, far away. And one of the Empire people pull out a walkie-talkie. With the antenna, with the, like with the antenna, yep, <laughs> yep. I said, "What in Sam? Somebody made a mistake. Please, oh at God. least make it look like a handheld device, but like, don't pull the antenna out." <laughs> it was so long. It was, it was so long. Antenna. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so uh, bad. And the I extreme know. close-ups of like Lumpy, especially. <laughs> yes. But, like, why? <laughs> it's really painful. Oh. I did like how Han, like, Lumpy jumped into his arms and he held him like a baby on his I hip. Know. I know. Why the fuck is this guy's name Lumpy? There's a whole name, Lumpawaru. Lumpawaru. Uh, honestly, it was like Lumpy, Chewy, and Itchy. Like, what other weird body behaviors can we pick? <laughs> Cellulite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I just love how he has an underbite. The grandpa or the dad or the uncle, that man in the house. It was hard to look at, honestly. It was kind of like a dislocated jaw. I'm surprised they didn't have, like, drool coming out for extra effect. (laughs) Is that terrible? I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess we do need to note that George Lucas equally hates this thing. Well, thanks, George. <laughs> yeah, I guess he and the producer gave approval to, I think it was CBS, to do this. And 
he asked all the original cast to do it. Like George Lucas is the one. Mark Hamill said that at least. I don't know. He said that George asked him specifically and he said, I don't want to do this. I don't think it's a good idea. And George was like, would you do it as a favor to me for licensing? Because they want to do merchandising. And so they're trying to keep Star Wars in front of people's, you know, Mm -hmm. front of mind. Mm-hmm. Because there was, I don't know, a couple of year, a year or two in between uh, when Star Wars was released and when Empire came out. So he wanted to be able to do merchandise sales because that was the only way George Lucas made money because the, yeah. the studio owned the rights to the right original Star Wars. Oh, God, it was just so bad. But even he hated it. He said somewhere, I think it was at like a celebration, he said if he had the time... He uh-huh. would track down every copy and smash it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> George, if you want help, give me a call. <laughs> I could find I mean, a sledgehammer. It's too late now. It's free on YouTube now. So True. Um, speaking of merchandise, they have a ton of merchandise on Disney right now selling stuff. Holiday special? Yeah. 2023... Oh, no. Must have Life Day merch. And it's all very 1960s, 1970s, mid-century modern. They've got that, like, pop culture font, you know, that they would use for this time and age. You can get one of the red robes that the Wookiees wore. There are pins for the collectors out there. They've got pop-up books. They've got pop-up ornaments. They have... A Life Day cookbook, the official recipe from a, official holiday recipes from a galaxy far, far away. I mean, she was making bantha loin or something like that. I don't want to eat. Yeah. It. Yeah. There is also Life Day food available at Galaxy's Edge during the holidays, which involve the blue orbs, which are made of cheese, Life Day cheese branch, like a branch of a tree. Um... There's also drinks available. It's just a lot of... They're trying to lean in. A lot of stuff. Yeah. They're leaning in on something that nobody wants to lean in on. (laughs) You know, just because you throw money behind it, it's not going to make it good, Disney. (laughs) No. In fact, you can get yourself a light-up orb, which looks like the only thing I would enjoy. But it looks just like the moon display light that you you purchased me as a gift one time it looks exactly the same it's just not blue uh honestly though i don't think i would want anything in my house to remind me of this movie no no that's the thing (laughs) that so i'm trying to see it from like maybe someone who grew up and watched it and it was like wow this is really cool i get to see my favorites on tv but it's a stretch so if there's anyone out there that actually feels this way let us know because we want to see what you see. <laughs> Please help us see what you see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm you're being way kinder than I am. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mean to like shit on people's things that they. No, love. it's a terrible uh, I, movie. It's terrible. It's terrible, and it's terrible. But yeah, I mean, I can make excuses for a lot of stuff. I mean, I watched Mandalorian, and I don't really like it. And <laughs> this was this to me was. It was excruciating. I texted you, I think, in the middle of it, and I was just like, what the fuck? It's worse than I thought. Like, I knew it was going to be cheesy, but it was actually much worse than I thought. 
The thing is, be... is I can do cheesy. I do cheesy all the time and I, I can yeah. get into it. I can get into campy. I can mm-hmm. get into like over the top as long as you know yes. to not expect anything less or more. You're good. But like I expected more. <laughs> I got way less. <laughs> no, I expected less and I got way less than less. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. I think all the actors are pretty embarrassed by it. I've seen compilation videos of them on talk shows and they're all just yes. like, oh God, I can't, I can't talk about it. I don't think we're allowed to talk about it. I think we're supposed to deny that it exists anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think George Lucas gave the okay, but then had no more, he was busy filming Empire Strikes Back. So he had no more involvement. And so when it went out, he must not have approved it. I don't know why you wouldn't ask to see it before it goes out, but it was far worse than he thought too. And I think he was pretty upset by the whole thing, but I'm sure it worked to sell some merchandise for him. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, sure. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that it didn't tarnish Star Wars in general, that people still went and saw Empire Strikes Back and loved it. Instead of being it's like, wild. I, I would like to know <laughs> the societal thought process at the time. Why didn't it knock it down? If you saw it when it came out, send us messages. Tell us what your experience is like. Because like we said at the beginning, we're new to this. Obviously, we're coming at it with a shit ton of material for Star Wars that exists now. When it came mm-hmm. out, only Star Wars. That That's was it. it. And this even kind of launched the extended universe. There were other, there were Ewok movies. There were mm-hmm. like uh, lots of novelizations. That was something that I did come across that was interesting. <laughs> that it was kind of the launching of the the extended universe, which is now Legends. But there was a variety of quality at the time. So it was yeah. like something like Timothy Zahn's books, bestsellers, considered very. Right. Like, they were excellent quality. And then there would be, like, comics and other books or movies that were just atrocious. And Disney, when they took over, they they made everything legends because they wanted to quality control what came after that. Yeah. And I know that angered a lot of people, but at least now there's a little more consistency, I guess, I would say, in the quality of stuff that comes out. Maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. <sighs> It's rough. It's rough out there, though. <laughs> but listen, we're free to we're free to like what we like and not like what we not like. At least in this corner. Yes. Yeah. If you like this movie, good for you. I'm glad. Yeah. It's everyone's allowed to have what they want. <laughs> and honestly, okay. So if you had to pick a favorite moment, please try hard. <laughs> I really liked seeing Mark Hamill. Yeah. He did, he did his damn best. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, he I did. I was watching his did. face. <laughs> yeah. I was watching his face really closely to see what he really felt. And he did a very good job knowing that he really didn't want to do it. He rose to the occasion, especially considering he had just had reconstructive facial surgery. This is true. And I did like the end with the the tree and yeah. Leia I think, singing. I, I think that's my favorite part. Because it, it had the most substance. You said it. And yeah. I need something. And that was it. <laughs> that was the little crumb. <laughs> that was it. It was at the end. It was a rough go. But you know what? Happy life day, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you, Leanne. Happy Life Day to you, too. (laughs) Okay, our question for our listeners. What were your first thoughts when you saw the Star Wars holiday special? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you see it when it first came out? What was that experience like? Or was it later? Did you experience it like we did much further down the line? Tell us all about your life day experience. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God, next week's episode. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, I'm excited. I probably shouldn't be, but (laughs) we're going to talk about the red flag moments throughout Anakin's pre-Vader existence. (laughs) So we're going to pick out a few red flag moments apiece. Lauren's going to pick out three. I'm going to pick out three. The moments that make you go, ooh, mm, your Vader is showing, Anakin. (laughs) Um, Red flag moments. So this will be fun. (laughs) So join us. seems like a Leanne special. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, from Life Day special to Leanne special. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Join us back here. We're going to talk about why Anakin is crazy. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.